Welcome to the To The Throne Podcast. This is Dakota Kinkery. This is Dan Santana. Howdy, Dan Tana. Oh, dude. Howdy. <laughs> that's, Howdy, that's Dakota. Your name. I is love it? that pe- I love that people call you that. It's like it's it, a lot of people don't have the ability to have a cool nickname like that and it be part of their name. Yeah. But but you do. You have like the best one. It is cool. I uh I mean it's funny because my whole life people have given me nicknames. Um, which is interesting because everyone's like, oh, you have a cool name, which I think is cool, but then they change it, <laughs> which I'm like, I thought the name was cool by itself. Why are you trying to change it? Right. Um, but, you know, I remember I was, I was, uh, don't tell anybody, okay? I'm on this podcast. So don't tell anybody. Um, but I was a band geek, okay? Kind of. I, I used to play percussion for like four, five, six years. I don't know, long time um, in band. Yeah. Um, I actually got a, and <laughs> I got a, uh, position at, at uh, Ball State University, which is in Indiana, um, to for a major in music and a minor in physics. That's another story for another day. Um, but with percussion being the instrument for music, which is crazy. Um, anyway, so... Musical scientist. This is a long story long. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway, in band, they used to do like Dan Santana, like chants. And just different stuff like Dan Santana, clap, clap, clap. When I walk in the room, I don't know. Um, but great. it's just been a thing throughout my life. And then even coming to The Belonging, um, we have a friend named Austin Davis, who's uh, the greatest drummer of all time. So anyway, um, but he he started you know calling me a nickname one day, which is funny, Dante, Dantana. He called me Dantana. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because other people have called me that before. Um, but it was just so it's just so funny that it's just like such an easy name to it is to like change but it's make it still cool so whatever it's perfect well let's talk about dakota uh the genesis of dakota (laughs) and by the way not to tell everybody all your stuff but your name is dakota yeah you have a sister named cheyenne right yes and you have a brother named tacoma yes so dakota and tacoma good luck mom calling one son and both come. Yes. Um, and then you guys look alike. So let's talk about how all of that works in your life. I have no this idea. This is quality content. I, by the it way. is. Everyone wants to know. Everyone's yeah. been asking. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. I just know that we're all named after uh, places in the US, mm-hmm. named mm-hmm. after Indian tribes, and we're named after trucks. So I don't there know, you but you know, like me and my sister were born. Uh, mm-hmm. Apart, obviously, but we're not twins. Um, and then, like a few years later, my brother was born, and I just remember my parents being like, "Well, we couldn't just name him something regular, you know, like George or something, you know." He had like to be Timmy, exactly. He had to fit. <laughs> so now it's it's Dakota, uh, Tacoma, and Cheyenne. So that's just yeah. what it is, I guess. I don't know. It's so funny though that it is. Like, it's great though. Yes, yeah, it's, it's very creative. It's very out. It uh, it's very Southwest. I always, yeah, growing up, I didn't like my name for some reason. I always want, like, growing up, I'm like, John is such a cool name. I wish I was named John. Of wow. all, like, I don't know why I thought that, but now I'm like, you know what? I love it. It's like, I don't meet many other people that are named my name. So, and I, I try to carry that down to my kids who are named yes. Willow and Cash. And, you know, it's like, yeah. just cool names, you know? I just want to be known for cool names. So, yes. That's what that's it cool. is. That's cool. Dakota's but, a cool name. So, yeah. I, like, don't, Yes, don't fret. That's a cool name. No, it's, I, it's, no, I have, I love it now. I'm like, 
Screw John, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Sorry, John's out there. Yeah. Um, I love anyone, if you're listening and your name's John, I really don't, like, I really don't hate you. I love you. Thank you for listening. Hey, so my favorite, uh, one of my favorite books in the Bible is John. Um, and I think he's my favorite disciple. Like, which a lot of people are like, who's, who's everybody's favorite disciple? Peter? Okay. No, the one that Jesus loved. Is John. That's just That's such it. a, if there's anything I want to be known for, it's that. That's yeah. it. And like I said, I mean, there's a lot of people who are like, well, Peter is the guy because of, you know, I mean, he he was Jesus's right-hand man, right? Yeah. He was the guy that like, he also was the guy who denied him multiple times, right? right? Um, yeah. Which is the thing. But nevertheless, like Peter was, it was like, you know, there was there was the 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 group of three disciples in Jesus. There's a group of 12, clearly. Um, John was with in the three, um, yeah. but then there's a group of one, and that was Peter. So many people are like, "Well, Peter's the guy." Peter walked on water, by the way, right? Like yeah. it's all of these things that he, these encounters he had with Jesus. But what I love about John is that he was the one whom Jesus loved, and he declared mm-hmm. that over himself. And he has the picture of himself at the 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 Last Supper of leaning, like having his head leaning on Jesus's chest, like yes, like I mean that intimacy. He's and. He's the only one who died of old age, mm-hmm. and the only disciple who died of old age and wasn't you know, hung or boiled or all the other things, stoned to death, right? Um, which, not to say that the, them being martyred is like a, a bad thing, um, yeah. but it just it just shows the longevity when you love Jesus, and that's what you proclaim over your life. And then the whole book of Revelation mm-hmm. is, yes. is John yes. having an experience with Jesus. And so and when you look at that, it's like, man, like when you love him, what revelation can come from it? I don't know mm-hmm. where we're going with this. Ooh. But so that's just, I'm just trying to make all the Johns out there feel like. <laughs> because I just they have a high them to shame. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's, it's really good that your name is John. John's a great name. John, John, I love you. All the Johns, I love you. Jimmy, Jimmy's Johns, I love Jimmy's you. Jimmy's <laughs> Johns, yes, man. So... <laughs> thank you. After these few minutes of just banter, thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of the To The Room Podcast. We really appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in. We promise it'll be worth your while, um, especially because we're talking about something today that everyone deals with, everyone has deal- dealt with, and that is extremely important to overcome, um, and that is the topic of insecurity. And I know it's like someone's hearing that and you're like, Ugh, I don't even want to talk about that because I'm like insecure. <laughs> like even me saying, it, I'm like, Ugh, insecurity. Like I don't want to, you know, but everyone's dealt with them, you know, and every, like me and you have both dealt with insecurity. Everyone deals with it. And so I and are currently like, dealing with it. <laughs> exactly. You're constantly right working now. insecurity out of your body, like all yeah. the time. And so I think it's just, I want to talk about it because I want to beat it. You know, I never want to be. I never wanted insecurity to be my master, you know, mm-hmm. um, because how many great things do people miss out on um, yeah. because they bow to their insecurity, you know? Um, so I just, I never want to be that person. And I never want, I want to do everything I can for everyone I know to mm-hmm. also not have insecurity to be their master. So yeah. I think just kicking it out, I, I would love to be curious because for me, you in my life, you're someone who is just so bold and so confident of the vision of where you're going and you've always ever since I've known you you've walked that way so I would love to know 
Like, not necessarily, you don't have to just be like, oh, I, I have this insecurity. But I would love to know, like, the relationship that you've had with insecurity and the battles that you've fought with it in your life. Yeah. It's a hate-hate relationship. No. Um, <laughs> uh, I hate it. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, but, yeah, I think we all have it, of course. And you're right. It's like a cringy subject. It's like, so like, ugh, I don't talk about that because it immediately is like, yes, clearly we're all insecure about it. You know, there are people who are so beautiful, like like outwardly, you know, like, yeah. and they're just like, oh, I hate my nose or whatever, you know? And it's right. like, you're insecure about that. It's like, you are like literally a model, right? Yes. Um, and, but it's like, we as humans are always finding the faults. Hmm. We're always looking at what, like, it's, it's just true. It's like, we're looking at what we don't have, what other people have. We're looking at what we want and what we, you know, so we always have to fight that. Yeah. And and with me and in, security, like, I appreciate that you talk about boldness in me, but <laughs> it's, it's, you know, I have ways to go. I think we all have ways to go and I have ways to go. Um, because in, in many ways, there's boldness in my life for things. And uh, I remember growing up, I was always um, socially like talk to anybody kind of thing, you know, like I, in high school, um, I was friends with everybody. So like at a, any economic level, um, background, race, like whatever, you know, like I can hang out with the people who listen, um, you know, to heavy metal and then I can hang out with the hippies and then I can hang out, you know, it's like whoever. Um which is cool. Uh, and I think that's like a part of just what God has allowed me to, you know, carry. Um, but there are certain things that I didn't carry and I didn't carry boldness in many ways, yeah. you know? And so when I turned 19, I just knew I needed boldness because I had this burning desire to play music. Um, and I had, I had been a musician for a long time, of course, like in church and stuff, but like my own music with an, with an acoustic guitar at an open mic night. And I'm like playing these uh, lovey-dovey love songs from, you know, my high school girlfriend and all whatever, right? And so, but I had, and, and I want to play John Mayer too, because who doesn't? Yeah. So I, I, you know, needed some boldness though. For I'm like, I can't, you know, because I was insecure, clearly, right? Of course. And I think many people are nervous and insecure. And I would even say there's probably, a, I mean, so many people that we love and look up to and we're like, oh my gosh, they yeah. are they are so bold in it, and they will tell you, I want to puke every time I you know step on the platform, platform stage, whatever, right? So, um, but I prayed for boldness, and God gave me boldness, um, which is amazing. It's also something you have to harness, right? Mm -hmm. Because um, boldness without maturity is dangerous. It's 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 a wrecking ball, you know. Yeah. You can come into to a room and just start. You know, knocking everything over with all your boldness. And I've had to also mature in the boldness because I can stand up and be bold for something, but it's how to be bold, you know? Yeah. Um, and here's here's the inevitable. We're going to talk about how Jesus walked on the earth, right? Every episode. But when Jesus walked on the earth, I mean, he was bold, but clearly, right? I mean, he stood up to everybody, but he did it in a mature way. You know, he yeah. did it in a way that um, although... People didn't like it at the end of the day because it called out some things in them. Um, he did it in a way that wasn't destructive, right? It was built. It was life building in ways. 
Um, but he also came, the story of Jesus in the Bible is like, it's difficult because he's like, I came to divide. I didn't care. You know, it's right. like, there's so much, so much. But again, that's some boldness. But what he's trying to divide is like religion, mm. you know, the religious spirit from like, you know, like the believers, right? From yeah. um, back then there wasn't Christians necessarily because he was still walking the earth and whatever. But you know what I mean? The believers right. of, of Christ. So um, I think when you look at it, like, I appreciate that you say I have boldness, but uh, there's so many things in my life that I'm I'm still working through, and it's funny because I go through a situation uh, before I moved here, and um, it kind of knocks some boldness out of me. Mm. And there are things that I've been praying for forever, and I've I've had to be like, man, why am I so insecure? You know, why am I why? You know, especially as a musician in Nashville, you know. Um, yeah. I think any musician who's listening to this um, here in the city will understand it because you come here, and when you are back in your hometown, you're a multi instrumentalist. You're like a unicorn, right. and people are like, "Oh my gosh, you can play two instruments, or you can play three and four and five. You know, it's like all that stuff, and you can sing and write songs and all these things, right? Uh, and then you come here, and everybody's you. You yeah. know, and it's like, okay, oh, everybody does that. Oh, and they do it better than you, or they and, and perceived right better than you, if that right. makes sense, right? Um, you think they do, and they and they think that everyone else does it better than them. You know, it's just a funny yeah. thing. But um, you know, I've had to come here and be like, okay, so I'm walking, I'm walking some of that journey right now. I'm being kind of vulnerable, but walking that journey now, thankfully, like I'm recording music and re- going to be releasing soon, and all these things that I've needed to do, and that's a whole other story. It's not just necessarily boldness; it's also just things in life right. um, that s- steps you have to take, right? Um. But yeah, man, when it comes to boldness, I think um, what and, and insecurity, for instance, like I have to be a person who believes that what God has spoken to me is true. Mm. And I think this is where you and I, I mean, we had we were talking and this topic came up. Yeah. Because do you deal with it? Clearly, yes. Do I deal with it? Yes, we all do. But a lot of times I tell you and others, and you tell others, and we, you know, yeah. it is like, well, what has God called you to do? Be like, be bold, be, be secure yeah, in what he said, right? Right, right. And so, I mean, it's that question of, are we insecure on what he's called us to do? Or are we in security of what he's called us to do? Are we actually in that place of him like having this, we have security within him because he actually said to do it. Yeah. So last time I checked, he doesn't fail. Yeah. Right. And he won't. Of course. Um. Thank you, Cody. Uh, so <laughs> he he won't. So like he's not going to fail. Uh, if it's his will, it's going to happen, right? And we get a part to play in it. Um, but we need to be secure, right? Mm-hmm. And like you said, hey, firm foundation. Firm foundation is I have security. I have a secure place underneath me. Yeah. And when we're insecure, we feel like we don't have a place underneath us, right? Yeah. And so I think that's the struggle. Like, what are we walking in? Um, yeah. Now, you have been somebody who's like, God has blessed tremendously over the last year and um, taking you places that I think you almost could say you dreamt about it, but you almost can't even dream about what he's done because it's like, it's true. I, I would, right? Like, you would be like, I would have never even thought. Of this, yeah. but wow, look at this. Um, but tell me how it's been to now 
walk into some of these places and be in these rooms, although I think you are called to be in these rooms and be influential in, in, in yeah. the realm that you're in. But let's talk about security on your end with design, right? And I mean, now you're stepping out into this world of like high design and people yeah. like, this is, this is real stuff. This isn't just, you know, doing stuff on Instagram for fun. This is like real, yeah. real work. So, yeah. I mean, I think it's funny because I do have an interesting view on this because I'm on, I feel like in the, at least in this time of my life, I'm on the other side of, uh, you know, like this time of my life is a good time with insecurity because I feel mm. secure. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, because I don't feel like I, I, I'm dealing with insecurity, you know, as often as I've used to in the past. Um, you know, because I think there's an element to insecurity that, Insecurity and trust go hand in hand a lot of times because for years I would hear, I would get, you know, inspired and I would feel um, like I would see things online. I would see opportunities. I'd see situations that I'm not able to be a part of yet. And I would think, you know what? I actually, I feel, I feel called to those rooms. I feel called Mm -hmm. to those stages. I feel called to those opportunities but my life didn't look that way at the time. Mm-hmm. And people would speak those things, same things over me. You know, I had people speak words over me, like, you you know, about the rooms that, you know, God has called me to be in and the things that he's asked me to do and the things he's put in my heart, all these things, you know. We all get prophetic words. Um, but I would see these things and then my life would not look like it. And so then that creates this tension of, okay, what am I going to trust Am I going to trust what I see or what am I going to trust what the Lord says, you know? So I think that relationship between insecurity and trust has been super pivotal and it it could be super pivotal for everyone because if you decide to trust what you can see, you know, it's it's faith is exactly what it is, right? Um, it's the evidence of things hoped for, mm-hmm. you know? It's, a, it's like you don't see them, but you believe it, you know? And so for the longest time, I had to walk that line of like, well, Lord, you've said this, and I believe it, and I feel it, but I don't see it. And so that's been a hard road, but now I'm in the place where, like you said, I'm seeing these things happen, and I'm seeing even greater happen than I could have ever dreamed about. Um, And I'm like, oh my gosh, wait a second. No, those words were right. And what I've been thinking and praying for and believing all this time for years and years and years and years was right. And I think that, um, I think there's an element of this that you have to have, you know, we talk about insecurity and the other side of insecurity is confidence, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that there's a, there's a confidence that you can only have, um, when you, in the time where you don't see things happening in your life, to trust in the Lord, that builds a character. Yeah. So when you're when you're hearing these words of prophecy, when you're when you're believing, like I belong here, I believe I'm going to do this, I want to do that, I want to be in these rooms, and you don't see them, the character that is built in that time through trusting the Lord is actually the character that will continue. And, and sustain you and keep you when those opportunities come 
or, and, and happen. But I believe that there's also another side of this that we call arrogance, that you don't develop that character in those times of waiting and, and through that trust, and then those opportunities do come up, and then you display arrogance, which is actually a, a friend to insecurity, and yeah. it's a friend to false humility, or like, it's a friend to all these things, right? It's the opposite yeah. of humility, all these things. Um, that I think that you can get when you don't develop that character. So it's like, I've had to say, Lord, I trust you, even when I don't see. I know you've put these dreams in my heart, um, and I'm going to choose to not be insecure about them because I don't see right now. And so now I can walk into it, and I have like a, I feel like I have a new level of confidence and new level of boldness because the things that God has said I've held on to all this time, and I get to see them now because I've held on to them, you know. Um, but it's interesting too, like the whole this whole element of insecurity because you know we're artists and we are creators, and um, and that I feel like insecurity hits uh those people the hardest because you know we we i think more than any other profession and more than any other skill we offer up our art and offer up our creation to be criticized you know there's yeah. not there's not another skill there's not another lane that does it like we do um and that's literally like it's art is so polarizing and people either like it or they don't, or they're in between, and that actually sometimes means that they hate it. You know that that actually can be a bad thing if people are indifferent about your work because it's like, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Um, but I think there's an interesting element to this: is like we create visual things, and we create, you know, things that just say things, and create art that is meant to be consumed. You know, it's like art is just meant to be consumed. It's not, um, and so I think that. Insecurity sometimes can hit us the hardest because we yeah. have things to put out into the world. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, and what I found is that we talk about Kanye a lot because we love Kanye. And something that s- stood out so much in that documentary was the confidence that he had in his art yeah. and the confidence that he had in himself, right? Yeah. And it was like the confidence to say, you know what, I don't care what anyone else thinks about this. I don't care if I get a deal. I don't care if someone says that this is bad, but I am so confident in this because I believe in what I'm doing mm-hmm. that I don't even care what people say. And I don't even care I don't even care that I wear a retainer and I have to take it out before I have to rap and I put these tracks in in Rockefeller Records and no one and they like shoo me away. You know what I mean? Like I don't care. Like I'm that confident. I'm okay, I'm just gonna go, I'm gonna, you know, do this. Um, but I believe that our confidence, which is obviously the opposite of insecurity, right? Um, comes from a greater place. And we know that, um, because the Lord does what he says, you know, the Lord does what he says. And when you go to the throne, you can hear what he says, and then you could go and you could take it in your life and say, you know what? I don't have to be insecure because I know what he said. And if you just look at the time in your life where what you're hearing and what you're seeing are two different things, you know, if you look at the time in your life where like, you know what, 
I don't know, I have this dream, but I don't think I can do it. You know what I mean? I don't have the skill set to do it. I don't believe that I'm good looking enough to go model or be in a movie or act, or I don't sing good enough to release great records, all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you walk in your calling, and you know you're walking in your calling, and God has yeah. said, okay, this is your calling, yeah, then really realize that that time of you, that tension of, Lord, I trust you, I have to trust what you say, is building the character that you need mm-hmm. for when he gives you the keys t- to your calling to unlock yeah. your destiny. So that's I'm I feel like I'm in walking in that place right now and it's a really it's like a I tell people this like almost every day that I love this part of life, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just beautiful. So Well, because you're also seeing the fruit of the faithfulness, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um that that you had and I mean there's been moments and 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 I don't know if we necessarily need to go into this or we can or whatever but um I'll just mention there's been moments in the past year year and a half where that faithfulness wasn't there and there was yeah. times where I, you we know, can go there that, we can go there as vulnerable we can if you want um I'm okay but again with it. it's your story yeah so um do you want me to just say it or do you want doesn't matter say it? we'll go back and forth okay I'll say it so it was in January of 2021 and this is interesting so you moved here in September of 2020. Yeah. January 2021 is what? 4 months? Mhm. Um yeah. and life is 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 hard. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you coming here, it's that yeah. moment I, I mentioned this uh you know about when you get injured, uh when you move, that whole that moment when it's like you you sat down and you're like, "Oh man, I actually hurt." <laughs> like I yeah. like this hurts. In the moment of moving and doing things and being active, you just don't feel it. The adrenaline is there. But when you when you actually sit down, like, oh wow, okay, this this is there's pain here. It's uncomfortable. So, you know, January comes around. And I remember you went and visited your parents, and you came back, and there was a couple things that went on, you know. But, um, you know, there was pretty much like this opportunity for you to move back there with like where your parents live, right? Yeah. Um, and try to better your your situation financially. Yeah. Because you came here in a hard financial situation, right? Yeah. Um, and you really had to have a lot of faith in God that he was yeah. going to, I mean, literally it was like every day that he was going to be your provider yeah. <laughs> and supplier of all your needs yes. um, according to his riches and glory. Because it was bleak, right? It was, uh, it was like, this is hard. So <clears throat> you came back. Yes, you came back. And I remember you telling me that. And of course, like I've tried to be this in your life. Um, and I think we all need people to be this in our life. We do. Sometimes we don't have it, but you know, I pray to God that you have this because it'll help you. But you came back and and you know, told that to me that you're feeling this and I just was like, "No, man." <laughs> I, I was like, yeah. uh, dude, you want to get out of this because it's it's hurting right now." Yeah. But this is what you need. Like this is where God has called you. Of course. And I yeah. had to remind you of all the words that four months later, we're saying, these are the words he said, and this is why I'm here, and this, and there's all this like faith, yeah. right? Yeah. And then you go four months, and and this is what's funny, because it could be four days, four months, four years. It doesn't matter the length, but it's just like, it's just hard, you know? Mm-hmm. And you just see like, man, this does it doesn't look good. It looks bleak. It's like, what if I try to get myself in a better scenario situation? Yeah. Um, 
And luckily, like I talked to you a few, we had a few long, long, long conversations, right? As we do. Yeah. And I was able to like instill some faith in you and say, listen, God has a plan and he didn't make an accident when he said to come here. And if this is your calling and this is what he called you to do, then there needs to be some boldness and some, um, you need to have security in that, right? Because you were really in an insecure place. Yeah, well, it's if God called me here, why is this? Why is my life like this right now? Yes, I mean, I think it's if you look at, uh, you know, in that time, it's just. I mean, you said it like I had to rely on the Lord for like resources to eat. You know what I mean? Like there was days where I'm like, I I don't know how I'm eating the rest of the week, and it's like because of just what my life looked like. I was literally relying on Him for every single thing. You know, every single thing. And so in that time, I think that when you go through things like that, right? And we've talked about storms and stuff. We've mm-hmm. talked about all these things. But when you go mm-hmm. through stuff, um, you get shaken. And it's it, if, you, if you look at an earthquake, right? An earthquake will shake the things that, are, uh, that can be shaken. Um, but your foundation is really the rock of whatever structure is being shaken, right? Yeah. We and we know like scripture says that we we have this the a firm foundation. Thank you, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> we have a firm foundation to build our life on. And so in that time, you know, like because of everything I was looking at, well, do I have money to eat? Do I have money to see and visit and bless my kids and provide for them? Do I have, you know, all these things? Do I have money invested in my calling? Do I have like like all these things? And so my my focus what was those things, you know, my focus right, was, right. okay, like, and those are things that can be shaken. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. are not firm foundations. Mm-hmm. And your firm foundations are what the Lord has asked you to do and his place in your life, you know, and like his, his love and his, you know, like Jesus Christ saving us, like that, that is a firm foundation that you can build upon. And so my, my uh, equilibrium was all off and I'm like, you know what, let me go and do this and and be comfortable and make a lot of money and do this. And, you know, I'll say this too, because, you know, dad, I know you're probably listening to this podcast, but <laughs> it was, you know, like it was not on my parents at all for them to give me, you know, sure. to, to give that opportunity because, you know, parents, parents, we just want to bless our kids, you know? Yeah. That's what we want to do. And so, um, but I knew that there was something different and a different calling. And I knew that, through conversations, you woke me up and be like, you know what? Listen, now you have to be reminded because I think we all need to be reminded. Mm-hmm. And I've been so grateful for uh, for you in my life because you've reminded me multiple times. And so, but I look at through that, going through that, and saying, you know what? Making the hard decision. I, it's so funny because I was talking to to um, a friend about this literally yesterday mm-hmm. about how I had decided that I was I was going. I was like, you know what, I'm going, and I don't even know if I told you this because I forgot about it, but I had mm-hmm. like already taken off all my days at work. I was like, you know what, I'm not going to need these because I'm leaving. I'm like, good. I'm, you know, like everything in my mind was like, no, I'm going, I'm going, going. And I'll never forget through your conversations and through Wonder Woman 1984, of yeah. all things, <laughs> the Lord's like, I'm going to speak to you through both these things, yeah. which is so funny. And I, I don't know if you know, I don't even need to go in that revelation, but <laughs> just know the Lord can speak to you through random movies. Right. Um, 
But through those, it's like, okay, no, I have to make the, the right decision here. And now, uh, how much a year and some change later, I am living in the fruit of it. And I am yeah. on projects and I'm creative directing sets that I could only have ever dreamed of. You know what I mean? So I'm getting right. to be a part of this and asked to do, to go here. And I'm like traveling the country and it's, it's just insane to think what you can do when you're faithful. And yeah. when you say, Lord, you know what? I trust your word and yeah. I'm going to hold fast to it. And then you, you know, it's like that combined with what the word says about wise counsel, you know, there's safety in wise counsel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, you know what? I don't have to worry about, you know, what I'm going to eat next week because I can, you know, like there's mm-hmm. an overflow. There's a financial overflow. There's a relational overflow. There's an uh, an opportunity, an overflow of opportunity in my life. There's yeah. an overflow of joy and um, blessing and faith, all these things. It's it, but it comes through faithfulness. And, yeah, you know, I think it's what, what you, that, that comparison of like, are you insecure mm-hmm. or are you in insecurity? You know what I mean? All right. Um, is so important because, you know, I, I I think I would just ask anyone who's listening, I would just ask, are the areas that you have insecurity, the areas where you are not in security with the Lord? Yeah. Because that is probably a good sign to know where you need to, to invest some time in with your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Because if if you're not building your foundation in those places on the Lord, you're building it on status or f- finances mm-hmm. or comfortability or situation or whatever it is, then when something happens and an opportunity comes, then you're going to take it. And then you know where you are? You're outside of the calling of God. <laughs> yeah. And you're yeah. in disobedience. And it's like, ooh, I don't want to be in that place, you know? Mm-hmm. Um so I think that it's been a long road, but the fruit is worth it. Yeah. It, it That's, is. It's so true. It's so true. And let's end it like this. Because of the nature of our, our the name of what this is, is to the throne. Um, you know, when we talk about security, being secure, right? Um, not yeah. being insecure, but like being secure in, in what we're called to do um, and what God has spoken um, or even if you don't know what he's spoken, I mean, we've, we've said this before, like you can ask him at any time. But what I love, the encouragement in the Bible, um, and and it's it's what we've built this thing off of is the verse, and it says, come boldly to the mm. throne. Come with security. Come with Come confidence. with boldness. Come with confidence. Come boldly. When you come boldly to the throne, right, you get the things you need for when you need them, and you can't come boldly to the throne and not leave boldly. And I think that's the step. It's funny because it's such a big step of faith. And so when you went through what you went through, you had to boldly stay here, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And many times it's like, I'm going to boldly leave. It's like, no, it's actually boldly staying. <laughs> you know, <laughs> It's boldly staying. Yeah. And, and because of that, right, there's yeah. been a, an, an, a, now there's a, you're leaving in boldness. And now you walk right now on a different level of boldness that you didn't have before because you boldly right. stayed. I think, so. too, something that you said, and obviously we're wrapping this up, but something that mm-hmm. you said that just now is a good thing that I want to connect in people's minds of, you know, for me, 
you know, the, the verse says, come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy and find grace to help you in your time of need, right? That's the verse that everything mm-hmm. is built on, that this whole thing is built on. Um, but for me, like you said, in that moment, I had to, to boldly stay. And so for me, in my life, that was going to the throne, right? Like just yeah. that, that action of me staying is also an action of me going to the throne, Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's a revelation that I want to pe- to awaken people to is, you know, to the throne isn't just prayer, isn't yeah. just worship, it isn't just reading the scripture, um, but when you come boldly, when you come with confidence, and when you do what the Lord has asked you to do, mm-hmm. that action, you're there, you are therefore going to the throne through that action because you're being obedient and you're doing what the Lord has asked you, you know, yeah. and so then from doing that then that's where the grace and mercy fall on your life is when you come boldly to the throne through those actions in your life. And yeah. then that's where grace, that's where mercy, that's where favor and blessing flow is in that place. So I just want to make that connection because you said it and then it, and then it was there. And then, yeah. Perfect. Um, yeah. As we close this again, um, go boldly to the throne, be bold in what God has told you to do. Um, and I know we talked about creativity and other things like, you know, we're creatives and artists and all that stuff. So there, there's that level of, yes, you have to be bold in what, in, in that area, but sometimes it's just, you know, okay, I'm not, you know, if somebody's not creative or not in that realm, there still needs to be a level of boldness in when God has called you to do. Right. And, and so no matter where you're at, you know, you could be insecure in so many ways, but security in him will actually like it, it actually fixes all the things that are that are you're insecure about, if that makes sense, you know, because you realize, hold on, I'm actually on something that's firm, you know, and you actually forget all the things, right? Like when you're standing on a yeah. firm foundation, you don't do you just think about things that aren't firm and just say, well, you know, no, you're on a firm foundation. So I think that's what it is. You just realize it changes your perspective. And now, I mean, your story is that where everything you're walking on now is a firm foundation. Yeah. Think about it. Right? Because you are you stayed on a firm foundation that's actually been uh multiplied. So yeah. Uh, God will do that. And and just so go to the throne, go boldly to the throne. He will give you confidence. And um but you have to come with confidence. It's amazing how how it works, you know? It's amazing how it works. So thank you guys for joining us today. As always, you know, we appreciate it. Like and subscribe um on on whatever platform you're listening on, rate and review on Apple. Uh, and Spotify, which is great. Visit to the throne.co. Many things on the way. I'm so excited. Like, I wish oh, I'm, people n- could see <laughs> and knew. I'm, um, I'm bursting with excitement. Yes. It's almost like it can't come quick enough. So, um, lots of things happening. And, you know, it, we're, everyone's going to see it within the next few months of um, thank you for being faithful and, and following us. But, man, it's going to pay off because I think yeah. God's, God's just doing a lot. So we appreciate it. We thank you. And as always, thank you for going to the throne with us. Take care.